song like you sing and king like a king and queen. I am very excited to introduce today's guest. We met nearly 10 years ago during oh our God. semester abroad in Hong Kong. I know. I feel so old. <laughs> it seems like a lifetime ago when we were going out for ladies nights and LKF and Wan Chai or 5 a.m. Taking... dim sum. Oh, yes. Regularly. Oh my that was a daily thing. Um, <laughs> taking weekend trips to Thailand, Korea. There was never a dull moment with this girl. And even though we rarely see each other since she lives in Ottawa, Canada, I can tell based off her Instagram that not much has changed. <laughs> That's very true. I can say the same thing about you. <laughs> Keeping us on our toes. Sarah Armstrong, welcome to On Brand Brides. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm really excited for us to catch up. Me too. So before we even talk about the wedding, let's just get straight into it. How would you describe your brand? My brand, um, very fly by the seat of my pants, I would say. <laughs> I've I don't never know. heard that phrase before. No. Um, very old fashioned, very old soul. That's probably why I <laughs> I say a lot of things where people are like, okay, grandpa, can you go sit in the corner and tell us stories about your childhood? Um, no, I would say like very all over the place. Um, not much of a, in my work life, I take things like super seriously. I like to get things done and therefore in my personal life, I just want to have as much fun as possible. So mm -hmm. very go with the flow, adrenaline junkie. Um, and that would describe Definitely my relationship too. Yeah, big time on the adrenaline. So I'm just like, I just want to have as many experiences as possible in this short life. So work hard and go and adventure as much as you can. Love that. I'm so the same way. And then what about Connor? Is he kind of the same? He's very similar. Um, we met through our motorcycle, like doing our motorcycle license. So very much like adrenaline junkie. Um, <laughs> our, our first date was like going riding in, you know, um, was going, we met at a park, the park that he proposed to me in. We met at a park. I jumped on the back of his bike and we just went off for, oh my God, for the so night. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's very much, very, very similar. Um, very much an adventure kind of guy, always out and about way more optimistic about the world than I am. I always tell him like, I hope that you die first. It was actually in my vows. He needs to, <laughs> no, I need to die first because yes. he will be an optimistic widow and I will be miserable. So oh. <laughs> we said that in front of all of our friends and family. I'm holding him to it. So yeah, he promised. Yeah. <laughs> so On Brand Brides is all about hearing about weddings that are a reflection of the couple rather than a checklist of old traditions that have little to no meaning or importance to them. And Sarah, you and Connor got married uh, this year, earlier in April, in what nobody could accuse of being a traditional way. Your guests didn't even know that they were going to be at your wedding. Isn't that right? That is correct. It was all a ruse. <laughs> okay, so I have so many questions for you. But okay. please, first, just give us the full story in your own words. Oh, boy. Like, where to start? Should I start at... Um, how we came up with the idea, maybe. Yeah. And, okay. yeah. How did you decide to plan a surprise wedding? Okay. So um, I feel like very similar to you, we had a relationship that accelerated very quickly because mm -hmm. of lockdowns. Um, mm -hmm. So we moved very fast, in my opinion. I think everyone was looking at us going, when are you moving in together? Whenever you moving in together? And we were saying, we don't need to do that. We can just take our time. And then all of a sudden, 
I called my mom one day and said, I bought a house with Connor. Like, we're doing this. And she's like, what? You don't even live together. You just bought a house two years ago on your own. I'm like, I know, um, but we're doing this. And that was kind of the moment for us. Like when we decided to buy a place together, it was very much on a whim. But that was the moment where we said, okay, this is for life. Like that was kind of the time that we had that emotional, here we go, we're doing this. And and this, you're my partner now. Um, and so we knew that engagement was going to come very quickly. And so when we just jumped into it like that, I think it surprised everyone. But at that point we knew, okay, we're getting married one day. We're engagements coming. And so we started Mm -hmm. to talk about that and we were super excited about the prospect of engagement, but what Mm -hmm. followed next was just a mindfuck. I didn't have enough opinions on the matter to even think about planning a wedding. I'd not really thought about it. I would say, you know, I'm happy to just elope and just do our own private thing. He would say, well, I really want to have a big party. I would tell him, that's great. Can't wait to see what you have planned. And then he'd go, (laughs) no, 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 we're not doing that. And then it just kind of kept going back and forth like that. And one day I saw Sex in the City, the new, like the new version of it. The new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a character in it, the radio host, that he does a surprise wedding at a restaurant. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And then I'm sitting in the park one day with a friend and we're just going back and forth about it. And she's really hyping me up. Like, you could you could totally pull this off. She starts looking at venues. I'm like, this sounds really cool. I come home. I'm like, I have an idea. This is great. Um, (laughs) And it just kind of snowballed from there. Within like a couple of months, we had found a place. We put a deposit down and Mm -hmm. it was our little secret for nearly a year. Wow. Okay. So you were already engaged at this point. No. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. No, we weren't. <laughs> um, yeah. So what, okay. Give me a little bit of that timeline then. Yeah. Like, you decide you're going to do this and then. <laughs> yeah. So April of 2022 came home, had the idea, was really excited about it. Early May, I just remember I went, I went to England for work and I was sitting there with my, one of my best friends who lives there. You met her, Evie, who we went oh, out yeah. with. Yeah. Oh so, my God. <laughs> yeah. So I'm with her at dinner and I tell her, this is what we're kind of thinking. We And she goes, oh, that's a great idea. Well, that's going to be my excuse to come to Canada finally. By, I don't know, I think it was mid-June, we had found a place, um, put a deposit down. And at this point, we still like, you know, the only person that knew was my friend that helped me come up with the idea, my mom, Mm -hmm. because I called her to figure out, make sure that she was available on the date that we chose. And my friend in England, who I like spitballed about it at the beginning, and that was pretty much it. And we just said, okay, this is, we're going to do this. Oh my God. So you started planning the web before you were engaged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Control freak much. (laughs) I freaking love this. When did you actually get engaged? So that's, uh, so he wanted to propose traditionally. That was very Mm -hmm. important to him, considering I took the reins on saying, you know, we've already picked our wedding date out. So now I'm secure. I don't need to worry. But um, (laughs) like people are like, when's the ring coming? When's the ring coming? I'm like, I've set a deadline already. So he has to now. I had no idea what ring I wanted at all. And so we went to France a few weeks later for a trip. And he was really scrambling because he wanted to do it there. He thought I would be disappointed if we didn't. Um, Then I caught on and I assured him, you can relax. I'm not expecting it there. We yeah. already know the date, so I'm yeah. not worried. Like, I already know you're going to propose at some point. I'm going to exactly. Say yes. uh, so then we we did like a custom ring together, and and then at a certain point, once it was done, um, he just had it.
I expected him to propose like after the holidays, but he proposed um, at the end of November and it was really cute. Like it was just really relaxed and we went out to, um, we just went out for a walk and he was really intent on, hey, do you want to go for a walk this morning? I said, yeah, yeah. sure. That's fine. You want to go now? No, 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 not, not right now. Not right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just let me know when you want to. Hey, do you want to go for a walk in 47 minutes? I, we can just go right now if you want. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 not right now. Not right now. Because he had somebody there. My cousin was there to take photos yeah, and obviously didn't know that. And then he had arranged. Um, so then, you know, we got engaged and we spent the kind of day together and um, we showed up at his mom's place and he had arranged for people to come there. Aww. But then my cousin surprised both of us by arranging my parents to show up. And that was really special. So it was just, yeah, it was a really special um, day, but yeah, it was total shock actually, considering yeah. the circumstances, he still managed to make it a huge surprise. So it was really special. I love that. Yeah. And I feel like everybody knows that as soon as you get engaged, every single person immediately starts asking you, when's the wedding? What are the details? So what was your cover story? Oh, that was so rough. Actually. That's so funny <laughs> because as soon as, as soon as we got engaged, I, I told him like I would come home and I would say, I almost told Natalia tonight. I was feeling so guilty because I had so many people around me like planning things for me because they're excited for you. And mm -hmm. people who know me really well also know that I don't think I have not thought enough about these things. Mm -hmm. um, and so basically we had a cover story of my cousin got married in Mexico in May and I wanted to wait and see what their destination wedding looked like because I loved the idea of somebody just taking care of all of it for you mm. and bringing everybody down south and making a thing of it because it looks so easy and that yeah. bought me until May and the wedding was in April so it was a way of just pushing it off more and more and yes. more so it yeah. helped it also helped that I just did a full year of like full-time school, full-time work. And I was like, yeah. I just want to relax now. So people didn't really mm -hmm. press us on it. But it was hard to lie. You did start to feel guilty, especially some of my closest friends, my closest yeah. family. And you can't, you had to be careful about who you told because totally. you don't want to be cherry picking and make anybody feel bad. So when people said yes. that they couldn't come later on, you know, we would sit there and go, should we tell this person? And then I'd say, here's all the other people that you need to tell. And then it just kind of ruins it. So yep. we kind of had to make our peace with that at the beginning. There were a couple of people that we had on a list of convince them if they, if, you know, if they're not willing to come, like obviously our parents and grandparents, of we course. really, really tried our best. Um, but yeah, we just had to make our peace with that at the beginning and, and nobody was really pressed about it if they couldn't come. They were just yeah. like happy for us. Yeah. Are you good at keeping secrets? Hmm. Yes, I think so. He's terrible. Um, but <laughs> I think so. Um, I'm okay with keeping a secret, but I had truly created the story in my head yeah. that at a certain point, I really felt like it was real. Like one day I just found myself <laughs> Like Googling yeah. different destination wedding <laughs> locations. I'm when like, no, 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 no. This is done. You are solidified. Stop doing that. But I had really made it up in my head and that was the only way. I think I'm good at acting. I'm a very good actor, but I'm Can not, I wouldn't say I'm a good liar, like secret keeper. No. Yeah. 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 I, I feel that I'm really bad at keeping secrets. Okay. So yeah. So well, I get I, like sweaty. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. I, and I also just want to tell everybody. That's true. I mean, 
I, unlike him, I had an escape in the sense that I would go away for work and go to trade shows and all of these things. And I would just tell people, I'd be like, I'm getting married in a couple of months. And I would just talk as (laughs) if like, it's, you know, normal because they're strangers. They don't know anybody, you know? So there were (laughs) there, I had that outlet of like traveling so much for work. He Mm -hmm. was, he didn't have that, but he would just go ask Sarah, ask Sarah, ask Sarah anytime Mm. he was asked a question so that he just kind of evaded everything. It worked out. I get that. What did you actually tell your guests in advance? The thing with us is that we are very laid back and go to the beat of our own drum that if Mm -hmm. we over planned, everyone would know. So what we told people is um, we waited a month after we got engaged because also it was like the holidays and I was finishing school. And then we essentially sent out this, I started to tell people, this is what we're thinking about doing. I'm not really sure. And just kind of put out the feelers so that it sounded very casual. And then I, and we ended up making an Eventbrite page again, just to do something free, chill, Mm -hmm. don't raise any alarms. Um, and just put it out there. Like, you know, Sarah and Connor, we've just gotten engaged and we have a lot of planning and thinking to do, but we're thinking that this is going to be at least a couple of years. And because we had such a COVID relationship, um, mm-hmm. we'd like to bring everybody together for a party to get to know each other and just celebrate now um, because life's taught us anything. It's too short. So let's just enjoy it now. And, uh, and people pretty well bought that. I don't think it raised like a lot of alarm bells, especially because I was traveling like crazy. I was probably right. gone 50% of the time. So I just don't think anybody would have thought much of it. Um, mm-hmm. But then I made a big rookie mistake was I sent out about three weeks before like an FAQ email because I can't evade my business language ever. And I was like, (laughs) FAQ is about engagement party. And it was, you know, things that people were asking me like attire and all of these things. And I just laid it out. But then people noticed how many emails were on the email chain. And they were like, Um... holy shit, this is a big party because even yeah. the emails that I put on there if there were couples or like family members I would just send out one email for everything so there were like right. at least 70 emails on there and then people saw mm. that it was really big and then people started asking Connor and then people started to be like what's really going on here and yeah and I would just say oh you know didn't think about that I don't have time for that no um, and I just would try to like evade it but literally yeah. week leading up to it weeks before I was actively avoiding certain people because I was, because I loved them so much that I hated lying. So, um, but for the most part, I just, I just did not talk about it. I never called him my fiance so that like people wouldn't be like, Oh, when's the wedding? Like didn't want to do any of that. Um, and because I had told a certain number of people that were there to help us like execute everything, we had like our people to talk to and like still enjoy it with. So it was fine. Yeah. So who, who did know and like how much did they know? Yeah. So my mom knew, um, big Uh reason for that. When we first started to have the idea, she travels a lot. They run like a bed and breakfast in the summer and then they're traveling all winter. So I had to pick a Uh date that would work for them. So I had to tell her also every bride wants their, uh, mom to be there. Um, we both had the two people that stood up with us and my cousin and his best friend, and then mm-hmm. I told Evie, so she flew in right. and because she didn't know anyone, that was easy. So I yeah. told two friends that lived overseas to bring them there, uh-huh. but also because then they were able to like help us out. And then yeah. I told my one friend Kayla while I was drunk. And okay, nice. Just, <laughs> that one kind of slipped. 
<laughs> yeah. It was bound to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course the, the friend that helped like come up with the idea in the first place. So it was anybody right. who like needed to help execute. Nice. Nice. Yeah. How big was your wedding? We had about just over 120 people. It was still a big, big affair. Yeah. I mean, that's how big my wedding was. Was it hard to pull off like such a big surprise because there were so many people involved? We had a list of people that I was terrified that were going to show up late. <laughs> there were five people on this list. And when the last one of them walked through the door, I was like, all right, showtime. Let's do this. Um <laughs> I will tell you it's something this was this was all very easy especially because you're not talking about it very often so sometimes right. you forget like my my cousin who is my maid of honor we're sitting there and every week we would just like have these little like get togethers and she yeah. went one week she goes you're getting married in three weeks and I went holy crap you're right I am getting married in three weeks and at one point she even need she said what are you doing for your bands and I said no we decided against a band we're just going to do a live DJ because we have too many activities I don't think there will be time uh-huh. no Sarah your wedding band <laughs> <Wedding> band, <laughs> like your rings I went oh haven't really thought about that one okay great yeah I better 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 get one of those um just little things like that because you're not talking about it you forget about um yes. so just just silly things like that um the <laughs> when it really came down to the wire so the wedding was on a Saturday okay my friend Evie from England shows up on Monday Tuesday we go off to Montreal do a little touring around because she's never been to Canada before or she wanted to go see a hockey game and on our way back is the ice storm of the century. She's standing there. She's sitting there in the car looking out the window. She goes, you cannot tell me that this is not the apocalypse because it was so wild. Um, we get into the city and there is a citywide power outage. So we did not have electricity until the day after our wedding. Oh my God. When you are planning a secret wedding and you have everybody who knows what's going on meeting at your house as the place to meet and now you can't do that, it was like, holy crap, what are we doing now? So we got it all sorted. It was a little stressful. But um, my friend Alec, who came in from Tennessee, he then mm -hmm. was delayed and couldn't get into the city. So right. we were able to use his Airbnb and we just ended up like I ended up getting ready for my wedding and his basement Airbnb rental and we were just able to fully take over he just let the girls have at it I don't know no. what we would have done without him it was actually he was amazing he keeps telling me that we were the most fun wedding thank you so much for letting me be a part of it and I'm saying yeah. I don't know what we would have done without you literally he like drove to the store at one point bought me tampons shout oh out to god. Alec if he's listening to this I hope he's oh not my embarrassed god, yeah, but shout out. <laughs> because of course I just had to get my period the day before the wedding so naturally you know why mm -hmm. why not um so he goes to the store gets me tampons the next day he picks up my bouquet picks up the cake like just took care of everything checked me into wow. our hotel room for that night um he was amazing I don't know what we would have done without him so I love him um, but then the next morning we wake up, uh, after the, after our wedding and the next morning and we check online and we see, oh my gosh, we have power. We're like jumping up and down on the bed. We're like, we could yes. go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. We could go home. Um, and then the come down happened. Yeah. Shortly yeah. after that. Yeah. That adrenaline rush gone oh my gosh yeah was there a point where you weren't sure if your venue would have power 
No, that was the first thing that we checked and they were not in an affected area. And that's why oh, Alex, that's his Airbnb was literally right beside the venue. So mm. it, it that worked out super well. We were fortunate. Um, we were fortunate in that, that way. So no, not worried at all. Thank God. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At least that was like one thing off your plate. Yeah, that was fine. They assured us everything's going to be taken care of. The place that we were at, at Parlor in Ottawa, they were mm-hmm. so professional, so amazing. I would recommend them for any event, anytime. I loved working with them. They were just so good with us, especially because they had never done a surprise wedding before. Right. And they were just so good at being like, okay, we're going to cue you here. We're going to do this. And they just really like helped us. It was awesome. That's awesome. That must've been exciting for them as well to be a part of that. I think it's always exciting to help someone with the surprise. So that must've been really cool. What about like your other vendors? Like what were kind of like the logistics of getting them there and making sure that, you know, they weren't all just there when people were showing up? Yeah. Um, the good thing about going through them, like the, they took care of like the food. They're actually like a restaurant that turns, but they have this big event space that's separated by a massive curtain, which allowed for that surprise, draw the curtain, chapel set up in the back. So they're actually like a functioning, um, restaurant when it's not booked out for events. So they do a lot of, uh, different ones in the city. So they really took care of everything. We did not do flowers. Like I, they said, what kind of flowers do you want? I said, do I need them? They said, you don't have to. I said, take it off the list. Like I, as minimal as possible, I was just not really interested. Um, so other than that, it was really just like the DJ they took care of, like the venue took care of pretty much everything for us, except the photographer. Um, we met the photographer at another wedding that we were at last summer And we loved him. He was so good, but he was a friend of the bride. And he doesn't do a lot of weddings anymore. He's like, that's not really, he does more like professional shoots and stuff. But Mm -hmm. we asked him if he would do it. And he goes, yeah, I don't really do that anymore. Then we said, well, we're doing it as a surprise wedding. And he goes, yeah, okay, I want to do that. (laughs) Uh, We're like, okay, great. So he met us in the park. We did first look photos, which was, I'm really, really glad that we did that because then we had time the two of us especially because leading up to the wedding with the power outage and all the people that were coming in we almost saw each other we didn't see each other at all for days leading up to the wedding so um it was really nice to just have moment to ourselves and like recognize that we were doing that because after that it was such a blur so the photographer Mm -hmm. met us there and um he was yeah it was just very easy we didn't do any of the photos of getting ready or anything thank god because there wouldn't have been much to take based on what happened with the power but yeah I love that So earlier, you were kind of mentioning a little bit about having to make your peace about certain guests who Mm. didn't know or weren't able to know and everything or um, weren't able to come. Um, Were there people who were upset that they didn't know or that you didn't tell them it was going to be at your wedding? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's tough. So the the thing was, is that there were certain people that we knew that we would try and convince if like they they couldn't come. Um, But there were a few of them that it was more last minute that suddenly they couldn't come. And like one of my my best friends, like one of my oldest friends, she works retail. And so it's hard for her to get weekends off. And Mm -hmm. so she told me that she would be able to come. And then almost maybe less than two weeks before she said, I don't think I can now. Mm -hmm. And Connor said to me, do you want to tell her? I mean, it's Taylor. You have to tell her. I said, the problem is, is that it's her 30th birthday at the end of the month. And she's got that whole Mm -hmm. weekend off and I'm going down Mm -hmm. to spend the entire weekend with her. And we haven't had quality time with each other in forever. I mean, if I told her she would come, but I think 
in the end, she would prefer that we just spend the time together. She was one of the first people I called the next day because I wanted her to hear it from me before seeing it on social media. Oh, totally. Um, I didn't, I missed it by like 30 minutes because um, our parents are friends too. So they have like a lot of um, mutual Always whatever. Always the parents. I know. And my mom posted it like instantly. And I did tell people you can post it right away. I don't care. I called her and she was like, hi, I'm so happy for you. I'm really sad that I'm so happy for you. And she's like, tell me everything. And, you know, it was like one of those things where you're like, you're obviously sad, you missed it, but she was really happy for me. There were a yeah. couple of people that like, didn't, they, they, you know, reached out to congratulate, but they weren't necessarily super happy. I got a little bit of a guilt trip. And I said, you know what, like, this is my wedding. I'm going to do it the way that I want to. Um, obviously, we didn't have every single person that we wanted to be there. But yeah, I don't think I think we would have bent over backwards for years trying to make everyone happy to the point where I wouldn't have been enjoyed it because I am a people pleaser. And that would have happened and it would have been a negative yeah. experience for me. So I hope those people do come around. But at the end of the day, I don't regret it at all. Like I would not have done yeah. it any differently. I, I totally get that. And I think like at the end of the day, the wedding is about you and you're never mm. going to be able to make everyone happy. And like, you know, like if you wanted every single person, you can't just like reschedule. There's never going to be a perfect day that every no. single person is going to be able to make and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that like it can be really telling as well about maybe your relationship or your friendship with guests. Just if they are reacting really poorly, then they're essentially just making it about themselves where it's like yeah. the people who really do love you and care about you will be like, I'm really bummed I couldn't be there, but like, I'm so happy for you. And like you said, you know, I'm happy or I'm excited to spend time together or exactly. whatever it is and hear all about it. So, yeah, we had like, um, we had a rule where if you don't see yourself being friends with these people in 10 years, or obviously they're close family, then they're off yeah. the list. And that mm -hmm. made it very easy. Unfortunately, I did, you know, weddings can be pretty tense. And yeah. there's one friendship that didn't make it through on my side, but the wedding wasn't the cause. It was an accelerator. Um, yes. And it was really sad. And leading up to the wedding, I was like, I'm going to deal with this after the wedding. We're going to, I'm going to confront it because I love this person. I want to work it out. But then yeah. when the wedding was passed and I had all those people show up for me and put me first in every sense of it, I thought mm -hmm. to myself, it doesn't matter how badly I wronged this person. They didn't show up for me on the one day that I needed them yes. to. Yes. And that yes. should be, and actually I didn't come up with that myself. I was very upset about like what was happening. And totally. my friend Evie, my very wise English <gasps> always friend, Evie. Yes. always Evie. She said to me, she's like, Sarah, it's your wedding day. I don't care yeah. if you like hit my grandmother with a bus on accident. <laughs> if I care about this friendship, making it through, I suck it up for this and we deal with our stuff later. 100%. So I yeah. feel like you went through maybe something similar. I did. I did. And I definitely have um, a friendship that like didn't make it pass. And I think you put it in such a great way where maybe it was like an accelerator, not a cause. Yeah. I don't know. And then like you said, like when you are surrounded by a hundred plus people who really are just like so authentically overjoyed to be there and celebrate yeah. you and are happy for you, then it's kind of like, okay, there's this direct comparison of like what it should be. Yeah. Have some understanding that my emotional bandwidth is limited until a certain point. And I'm sure, you know, to this day, like we've never really talked it through. We've never confronted it. Um, because I just, 
don't think that there's a need to, but also that mm. gives me hope that the friendship can come back later on, oh, yeah. like, because the door is open. So maybe if we reconnect in the future, it's there. We have not talked it at all. So mm. they might even listen to this podcast. Maybe. And I don't know, but you know, I, I've made my peace with it. And that's just because it didn't make it through that doesn't mean it wasn't an amazing friendship leading up to it. So that yes. you, know, you can hold on to. Well, that's the other thing too. It's like, just because something's over doesn't mean like it was never good. Or exactly. Whatever. Exactly. So you kind of talk about some of like the negatives of it being a surprise. <laughs> Let's talk about maybe some positives. Yeah. Do you think there were things that you were able to do and pull off because you planned it this way? Okay, I'll tell you right away. Yeah. Connor and I both have divorced parents. Had we given people time to think about who does the speech first, who's sitting where, who's walking you down the aisle. Mm -hmm. Instead, we put everybody on the spot. They just did it. They showed up for yeah. us. Nobody had to think twice about it. Nobody worried about who was going to be where and what was going to happen. And it just went amazingly on that front. That was really great. Ooh. What was also really cool was that because it was a surprise and people yeah. showed up and they knew it was an engagement party, they knew that there were going to be activities, but we're big activities people. Like we host like massive games days. Big and surprise. Big, yeah. <laughs> Shocking, competitive yeah. and all that stuff. But <laughs> uh, so we, people were just like, okay, like we'll go and like, we'll see what happens. But because no one knew what was happening every time we brought the next thing out. It was just yeah. surprise, surprise, surprise. So it didn't have to be like perfectly executed because people had yeah. almost no expectations oh leading God, into that. it. So it just made it really great. And it allowed some people could just like leave at 10. Some people stayed until two o'clock in the morning. Like, and it, wow. it was just very stress-free for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that was the biggest benefit because we didn't, I, I remember saying like, I feel like people are going to get bored. I hope. And the the people at the venue said to me, Sarah, people are just going to have a good time. Like they're going to be yeah. shocked when this all happens and they're just yeah. going to be blown away. Um, we did top up the bar to a certain point. So we got people going and um, our maid of honor and best man were like the perfect choice for this, not just because we love them to death, but also because they're really good at like rallying a crowd. Hype I told people. them, yes, I told them a little bit about what we wanted to do because we wanted to do some of the fun games and there were some speeches that people had prepared, mm -hmm. but didn't want to spend everybody's time like doing that. Um, yeah. So they were really able to like rally the group and keep the energy alive, which was great. Um, nice. One of the other things that was really I think one of the other things that was really nice about it being a surprise for us anyways, is that it was kind of, it was genuinely between us. Like it yeah. was for us and it was a special thing that we got to do on our own, yeah. you know, like our little secret, but also it felt like very intimate because we got to choose totally. everything that was happening. And it just was really nice because we got to be in the moment with each other instead of, you know, going through what you hear about some other people going through yeah. leading up to that of trying to please everyone. Um, yeah. What were some of the best reactions that you got from guests? Oh, um, my dad came up to me and was like, you little stinker. I can't believe this. Um, <laughs> like that was, I was, I, I was like, I feel like I'm eight years old getting in trouble again. <laughs> Connor's mom was also like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. You know, <laughs> we did tell the photographer at one point, one of the things that I care most about is I want you to get a reaction shot of people and so just some of the pictures mm -hmm. like I'll share I'll point them out to you because they're really funny there's this yep, one picture of our friend Alyssa it was her wedding that we found the photographer at 
So oh, okay. we asked him to hide until like we announced everything. Yeah. And, um, and so she was standing right at the front when I was like making a speech and telling people that's what we're doing. And so he got her reaction of being surprised and excited, but also making direct eye contact with him and being like, what are you doing here? That was <laughs> one of like, my favorites. You. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another couple that were really funny. So my friend Nilu, she's Persian, and so are my um, so are my bosses. I had like our co-founders um, there as yeah. well with their wives, and they were standing there while I was doing my speech. And not everybody understood because, like, again, 120 people, like people are talking, and not everyone understood. I I got up and I said, you know, thank you guys all for being here. It means a lot. Told yeah. like told told filibustered for like a minute, and then I said, <laughs> you know, and a lot of people have been inquiring like what might be going on here and so since we all have you here I mean why not just do it now and I was like Charlotte can you pull the curtain and just the curtain came and drew and people were like holy shit and everyone's like cheering but then also people oh at God. the back they didn't yeah. understand what was happening my one yeah. friend my friend Max he said oh thank God it was getting a little crowded in here they have more space like he didn't understand that He's there like, was oh, a whole thing. The room up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank goodness. There's more space to dance. Like that's yeah. what he was thinking. Um, but my bosses were funny because I don't think they, they, I wonder if they'll ever listen to this, but I don't think they knew that my friend Nilu was behind them and speaks mm-hmm. Farsi. And they said to each other, they're like, wait, is this her wedding? Oh my God, we should have brought more money. And she was just <laughs> like, the reactions, I didn't really get to see them because I ran away and I changed. So, um, but just like hearing the stories after, uh, one of Mm -hmm. my friends, she was crying her eyes out. She didn't understand what was happening and she was bawling and it was her wedding. She's getting married later in the summer and she comes up to me. She's like, next weekend we have to celebrate you. She goes, I just realized (laughs) this is the first wedding I've been to where I really care about the people getting married and I'm very emotional. So I think we just like caught everybody really, really, um, really by surprise. And I think, but I think what was nice again was that everyone just had a really good time. Like we, we gave people a good time, which was important to us. Like we wanted everybody to have a good time. That was, that was the best part was just seeing how like excited everybody was and just everybody was having a genuinely good time. You, I know you had a poutine bar. Did you do like a plated dinner or was that your dinner? So we, no, that was not the dinner. Um, (laughs) But once again, shouting back to Evie, she's going to love all these call outs because when she found out there was a poutine bar, she's like, this is the most Canadian thing I have ever heard. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to tell everybody back at home about this poutine bar. So that was Connor's only request. Like he let me pretty much take the reins on everything else. He wanted a boutique bar. Um, So we brought that out as like a late night snack later, but we also brought it out with the cake and the cake was shaped like a giant poutine. Yes. So I'll share that photo with you too. And it was delicious. Um, It was so good. We still have some in the freezer because it was so good. Um, no, but, you don't. Are you oh, yeah. serious? Oh yeah. We when I called the when I called the cake shop and I asked them, it's literally called the cake shop in Ottawa. So anyone yeah. that's listening, local, it's so good. Um, right. I called them and I said, I'm looking to order one of your poutine cakes. And she goes, Oh yeah, for sure. What size? I said, It's gonna need to feed about 40 to 50 people, I think. It's only mm-hmm. half of the people will probably want cake anyways. Cake. And she just silent. Oh, 
that's a that's a big one. Okay, hold on, just, just, just hold on, <laughs> hold on. And she goes, okay, go ahead. What what are you thinking? And I tell her like, you know, what what kind flavor, whatever. And then on the front of the cake, the way that it comes, it says A, like you're Canadian, A, eh? and that's yeah. how they put it on. So I said, instead of putting the A, can you put the Armstrongs across it? Yeah. Silence again. Is <laughs> is this for a wedding? I said, yeah. She goes, this is amazing. No problem. <laughs> no, no problem. When do you need it? And she just thought it was so, she just thought it was so funny because of course you order the same size of a cake. You say it's a wedding cake and you spend five times as much. Like the wedding yeah. cakes at the same place are a thousand dollars. We just wanted to do like, okay, we're bringing something sweet and salty out together and just right. do it kind of like a fun totally. way. Um, didn't even think about the cost until somebody else brought it up to me. They're like, you know how much a cake like this would have cost if you said it was a wedding cake. Yeah. And I was like, I did not think about that. No, but um, <laughs> we didn't do a plated dinner. We had like hors d'oeuvres being passed around after the ceremony. And then mm-hmm. individual plates came out after um, like some vegetarian fish and chicken or something options. I don't even remember anymore, but yeah. they just had individual plates and people could grab them when they wanted to and go sit down. Oh, so it cool. wasn't like a formal. And that was what my cousin's wedding, the efficient wedding was like, they had the same style. And yeah. I loved that because people could still sit down, but then you're not sitting through this whole like rehearse speeches. And it's mm-hmm. just, um, sometimes those are really, really nice, but, uh, I feel like I wanted to do a lot of activities. We had a lot of games, yeah competitions, yes. the whole, the whole thing. So I wanted time for that. Yeah. Okay. So what kind of games and stuff, uh, did you guys do? Like what kind well, of activities? <laughs> what are these of- like wedding traditions or are these like, yeah, I don't um, know, just random. <laughs> what were they? Well, the one is like the shoe one, obviously. Okay. Um, I the feel shoe like- dance. The shoe one, I like looked, where you're I back looked up to back? some Canadian tradition wedding oh, traditions, okay. <laughs> and I have no idea if these are what you did. <laughs> Do you want to say them and see if they're actually they might? You may have just like okay, yeah. Let's play let's, a little game. Let's play I'll, a game. I'll, I'll say the name and you tell me if you know what it is. Okay. Okay. The first one is the shoe dance. Okay, so I, we played a game of shoes, but there was no dancing involved, so I don't. Think okay. So. Guests dance with a bride and fill her shoes with coins. <laughs> That sounds Most of these are like horrible. money related. Yeah, that yeah. sounds horrible. Um, I don't like that idea at all. Um, <laughs> um, okay. There's also the sock dance. No, why? Why are there so many? <laughs> the bride why? and groom wear silly socks and guests throw money at your feet. Oh my god! Okay, first of all, we put your money in a card and put it on the table. Second yeah. of all, um, why are we like fetishing about feet so much at weddings? Yes, it's too much. Keep your shoes okay, the on. Next- the next one's also about money, but not feet. Okay. The wedding wheel. No, I don't think I don't think these are going to be relevant. We did not do anything with money. No. Okay. This one is you pay a dollar to dance with a bride. Oh my gosh! First of all, I'm worth more than a dollar. More than a dollar, yeah. And we call that a loony here. I'm at least a toonie. Okay, I'm two dollars. Oh my god. Okay, the last one is the trousseau tea. Oh my! God. I don't know what that is. It's like, um, I think it's kind of like a bridal shower. It's like a tea oh. that your mom would do to invite those not invited to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, we skipped no. that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, so what um, were the things you did? Okay. Well, now, you know, we did the one where you have your backs, um, backs facing, backs towards each other. Back to back. Back. Jesus. Thank you. Yes. Back. <laughs> we did the one where we were back to back and you have to like raise the shoe of, you know, who's the messiest one and who's always oh, late yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. Um, they, 
There was one other game that I actually like, I can't remember off the top, but the one that was so good that I would recommend to anyone that is trying to get like people rallying. Yeah. Um, so we saw this wedding. Um, we saw this game at a wedding we went to in France. My cousin got married over there. She now lives there and they do okay. a lot of games. Um, and they do it where they partnered. So my cousin, my maid of honor, she partnered people up within like the the guests that didn't know each other but that she knew would be up for this and she created like buddies that had to do like a dancing contest and the bride and groom have to judge and um each round one couple gets eliminated and people are kind of like watching and people start to get really competitive and like people are literally flying all over the place oh my Um, god so then what happened was this was a twist that she did at the end, which I didn't know about. So she yeah. said, okay, Sarah, Connor, pick like the winning team. So I picked my, one of my best friends, Natalie and Connor's cousin, mm-hmm. Kelly. And they were literally like twirling around. They, they took this Love challenge that. very seriously. And Love so like then they said, okay, now the bride and groom are going to face off against you. And I was like, wait, <gasps> what? <laughs> so then we get out there and That's so funny. Connor and his cousin are very close, very competitive, hilarious. So they're like twirling us around. They've got us like cradling in their arms. They're putting us up like the... Um, Is that, that one picture? You look like you're about to fall. He's lifting you. Okay, yes. So what happened was he's like lifting me up and twirling me around. And he sees that his cousin is doing the same thing with my friend. And he's like, we've got yeah. to up, up our game. So he totally. just fully decides to 360 me with my head. I'm like on the ground. And he's just... I don't know. I was all over the place. And these pictures are the funniest because if you zoom in on the faces that are watching, horrified, scared, can't look away, but horrified. And I did end up on the ground at one point. I, what he was trying to do was so easy. We've done it a million times, but he didn't communicate it to me. So I just went limp and I was like, dear God, like, I don't know what's happening. So, um, yeah, yeah, that one was uh, really funny, but the pictures of the people in the back are the funniest. So, but what was so good about that was that everybody's like watching and dancing and it was a really fun way to get everybody onto the dance floor. And the dance floor was busy for the rest of the night after that. So it was cool. I do not recommend flipping your new bride on her head though. um yeah. to get or at least without going. prompting her <laughs> yeah like if you want to cash out on my life insurance policy like wait until tomorrow yeah <laughs> wait until the ink's dry <laughs> yeah jeez yeah it's not final yet okay yeah oh my gosh okay um I feel like we could talk about like this stuff forever yeah I know I know do you have final thoughts for the audience Final thoughts are the way that we did this was really perfect for us. But at the same time, I am watching a couple of my friends plan the very traditional or long day affairs or doing the whole nine yards and they're loving Mm -hmm. it too. And just because we did it this way doesn't mean that we, I think people have thought that we are like looking at other people going, you're crazy. And it's like, no, like spend your money, spend your time, spend your life doing what you want to do and what you enjoy and when my friends I have a friend getting married at the end of August and she's doing the whole nine yards and I just can't wait to show up as a guest because it's going to be so much fun and watching her plan it has also been really fun for her and special for her so just do what you're excited about and don't let other people tell you how you should be spending your time and money on this because it really was the best day of our life like it truly was and I know that that's very I don't know, cheesy to say, but it was the best day 
It's so true. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't let anybody tell me how to do it. I'm glad I did it exactly how we wanted to. I'm glad for you too, because it definitely sounds like it was perfect for you. Like some people, like they get so much joy out of planning their wedding. I got a lot of joy. Like, yeah, you would. You're type A as shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cool. Like this is exactly what the podcast is about, right? Just like do things exactly the way that's perfect for you and like forget what other people think. Yeah, exactly. So Sarah, where can listeners find you? Um, I the only social media I'm super active on is Instagram at that's so Sarah 2.0 due to a hacking situation. It's now 2.0 oh, yeah. instead of the original. <laughs> okay, and I will be posting some content of your wedding to the podcast Instagram at on brand brides. Listeners should comment their favorite part of our conversation on the episode's post. Thank you, Sarah, so much. Thank you, Song, for having me. So good to catch up. So great. All right. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.